We're done with the status quo. Though you know, whatever they say goes. On this show, we dare to ask questions, whether they like it or they don't. And if you're tuning in, we hope, no, 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 we dare you to ask them as well. Welcome to The Miranda Project. Welcome to The Project. I'm your host, Manny. Happy to be with. Let's get it started. But first, let's thank our friends over at Christian Lawson. The holidays are fast approaching. Ladies and gentlemen, run over to ChristianLawson.com. You're going to find beautiful handcrafted timepieces designed in London. I mean, beautiful. The simplicity of these timepieces is the beauty of these timepieces. You're going to go there and you're going to fall in love. Once you do, whether it's for yourself or whether it's for a loved one, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the case may be, family member. Once you do that and you put it in the cart and you're deciding whether or not you're going to buy it, which I believe you should because they're just beautiful, beautiful timepieces. Put in promo code TMP30. That's promo code TMP30 and get an extra 30% off site wide. It is never too early to start shopping for the holidays. We know how tight money is. So take advantage of this promo code. That's TMP30. Start shopping early. Get that loved one a beautiful, beautiful timepiece from christianlawson.com click on the link in our show notes or go to our website the miranda project that's project without an e you click on the link there you'll see the name christian lawson click on the link there and let christian lawson know that the project sent you thank you once again christian lawson welcome everyone again like we said before to the uh, project um i i want everyone to step into my DeLorean. We're going to start today's episode like that. Everyone step into my DeLorean. For those of you that don't know the reference, uh, you, what's it called? That's a classic, classic movie. I would suggest that you go at least check out Back to the Future. At least. It's funny because I was at Comic-Con this year and Christopher Lloyd and um, Michael J. Fox were signing and even to get close to them was expensive, so I didn't even think about it. But, you know, it just made me think of this movie. What an awesome, awesome movie. So if you haven't or you don't get the reference about the DeLorean, then check out Back to the Future. But for those of you that already know what the reference is, and for those of you that don't, a DeLorean is the, ve- the vehicle used as a time machine. So step into my st- let, let, step into the projects time machine okay we're gonna go back to the 70s now we spoke about it previously in a in an episode titled we don't we haven't learned a thing where we speak about stagflation and in 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 that episode we make reference to what people went through in the 70s in the midst of stagflation in the midst of you know what transpired there? It wasn't a pleasant time. I mean, money was scarce, right? Gas was scarce. Everything was up. 
people weren't working, unemployment was up, the cost of living was up, everything was up. And again, in the 70s, you know, when <laughs> that took place, it was a different era as far as the value of the dollar compared to what the value of the dollar is today. But like we love saying here on the project, history has a nasty hack or a nasty way of repeating itself. And, and we like to joke around and we like to say, well, yeah, history does repeat itself. But like Mark Twain said, history doesn't repeat itself. It rhymes. So as we travel in our DeLorean back to the 70s, and we compare stagflation with what we're currently going on or what we're seeing, we're going to see how it rhymes. We're going to see how history repeat is repeating itself and how we're getting ready to deal with the 70s, what happens in the 70s and how it's already here and how it's going to get worse. And we have to get ready for this. It's very important that we understand this. We learn from history. We learn from history. Okay? It's very, very important. So, stagflation, for those of you that don't know, was in the 70s a huge deal when it came to inflation, obviously, like what we're looking at today. But back then, you know, the government didn't change definitions as they do today. They were the government was in a deep recession like we are today, except that, you know, today we say that we're not in a recession. You know, the Biden administration says that we're not in a recession, that we are uh, doing just fine. I don't know if you've been on Twitter. Um, if you if you've seen my uh, latest TikTok video, I make a reference to the fact that we are in a time machine. If you look at social media, considering that the uh Midterms are a few days away. But we make that reference of the time machine on TikTok and we bring it back to the to the show because we're in this time machine looking to show to see to show you the similarities. Now, let's look at the 70s. Again, we're in a time machine. We've reached the 70s. And here are some of, some, some of the similarities, something that was going on rather back in the 70s. Take the growing federal budget deficit boosted by military spending on the Vietnam War and the Great Society, social spending programs aimed at fighting poverty, and the collapse of the Bretton Woods Agreement pegging the currencies of advanced economies to the U.S. dollar, which in turn was backed in the global arena by U.S gold reserves okay you does that sound in some way shape or form familiar to what we're looking at today granted there, there there's no you know there, there was no vietnam war right now but there was a war against covid and there was a huge amount of social spending programs aimed at fighting poverty. I mean, we're basically in the midst of all of these quote-unquote social programs that we've basically printed money over and over again to fight 
poverty, right? According to the Biden administration, they've printed enough money to help, what's it called, um, minority, because again, they love that term, children to get out of poverty. Meanwhile, they've just sparked the growth of inflation more and more. The more money we print, the more inflation occurs. All of the spending, again, all of the spending because of the Vietnam War and all of the spending, back then it was the great society. Back then it was, again, the great society. What is it today? Social justice. Right? All you social justice warriors. Again, don't get me wrong. It's important. Don't, 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 you know, I, don't get me, don't get it twisted. I, I believe that, what's it called? There should be social justice. But to the tune of spending and, and printing money, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't agree with it. The previous administration spent money to fight COVID. Right? The war on COVID. They gave Americans money. They printed money. They gave Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, and, and, and Moderna money to create the vaccines. Printed money. Gave out free vaccines. Okay. Again, that it was needed whether you believe it or not. Uh, you know. I've, I've, me personally, I've taken two. I'm stopping at two. I don't need any more boosters. Um, I'm good, but that's me. I'm not telling you, I'm not sitting here and telling you what you should do with your body. Okay. But now we've given up all of this money. We continue to, to, to print money after money and giving it to, uh, you know, to people you, you, we've gotten to the point where giving money to people and people weren't even going to work. There's still people to this day that don't go to work because we spoiled them because we gave them money not to go to work because of the pandemic. Social spending, social justice. Isn't that interesting? The, 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 the similarities. Now, let, let's throw in another similarity. Let, let, let's go back in the time machine, right? Now, we got Michael J. Fox sitting next to us, right? And he's like, great, Scott. Oh, no, that, that, that's, 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 what's it called? That's not Michael J. Fox. That's Christopher Lloyd that used to say that. But anyways, you get the reference. Mixing a tripling in crude oil prices for an economy much more dependent on crude than we are today. And again, this is from an article, and I'm sorry, I should have said it from the beginning. This is from an article um, in Invest, Investopedia, uh, titled Stagflation in the 1970s, uh, written by Barry Nielsen. Now, again, we're not so dependent on crude as they were back in the 70s. But as a result of the Arab oil embargo followed by Another near tripling at the decade and as the U.S. embargo embargoed oil from Iran mixed in frequent recession that raised unemployment without doing much to cool inflation, garnished with a Federal Reserve focus on propping up growth and seemingly powerless to tame 
soaring prices. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that rhyme in some way, shape, or form? Now, now we're back in the 2000s. Now we're back sitting here in 2022, and, and we look at what's going on with Russia invading Ukraine and the sanctions put on Russia and, and, and their energy production, oil and natural gas. Granted, we've also stopped producing natural gas and oil here in our own country because we want to go green. We want to go, what's it called? Uh, uh, you know, and, and again, I, I've said it before. I am all for that. I just think that the way that we're doing it, all of that, all, all, at, you know, in, all of a sudden, like, stop everything. It's not a gradual move to, to, to environmental energy or, or, or renewable energy. It, it, it's now. It's like, stop now. This is going to happen now. This is how it's going to get done. So now take that into consideration. What's going on in Ukraine? What's going on with Russia and Ukraine? The fact that you have oil that we were buying from Russia and we stopped buying from Russia. We put sanctions on them. We stopped producing our oil here. We stopped producing our own natural gas here. So now the price of gas and oil goes up, right? Again, now that's a similarity to what ended up happening with the Arab oil embargo and how we will, we, the, the U.S. is embargoing oil from Iran. So you, you see the similarity? You see the rhyme? You see, and then, and then the mix and frequent recession that raise unemployment without doing much to cool inflation. We give people money not to go to work. You see what I'm saying? You understand it. People were on unemployment, and on top of the fact that they were on unemployment, the government government gave them an extra three hundred dollars not to go to work. So people were. At home, feet kicked up, playing PlayStation or, or, or Xbox or whatever it is that they were doing to entertain themselves, not going to work because it was easier for them to make more money at home because the government was subsidizing their salaries. That caused unemployment to skyrocket, which, again, they come and tell you now that unemployment is cool because people are beginning to go back to work. See, they stopped giving away free money they stop doing it so people eventually have to figure out how to get back to work because you know what with the fact that you the unemployment went up so dramatically inflation has risen inflation is at an 8.6 percent as of today inflation is at 8.6 percent so you got to go out there and you got to make sure that you got some money so people are beginning to go back to work. So they'll call and claim that this administration has put together or made more jobs than any, any other administration. And that's a blatant lie. Let's be 100% real. That is a blatant lie. You see, they shut down the government. They shut businesses down because of COVID. The war on COVID, we'll go back to that, right? We all know that. We all familiar with it. We all suffered. We all stayed at home. We couldn't see loved ones. If you wanted to see a loved one, you had to wear a body condom because of COVID. It, it, or you had to see them from the from uh, uh, behind a plexiglass, or you had to see them from from you know behind closed doors or something like that. Be, you know, a door between them, between you. 
You couldn't have gatherings. You couldn't even see funeral. You couldn't even go to a funeral. I was having a conversation with this woman. I, I made a visit to a friend of mine who happened to pass away from, from stage four cancer. And I'm sitting in this room with a really close friend of hers, his, I'm sorry, that she told me that her mom passed away during COVID. And how she, what she did to be able to be with her mother during her last moment. Can you, can you imagine? Just 30 minutes. You, you can only spend 30 minutes a day with your loved one as they are leaving this earthly plane and going back to our father. Come on. You, you, you know, you, you want to spend as much time as possible with your loved one. But no, 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 no. The war on COVID dictated that we needed to be six feet apart and, and we couldn't see loved ones. We, we, you know, if, if you had a loved one that was dying of whatever, you, you had to be behind plexiglass or you can only see them for 30 minutes or so on and so forth. This is the, this is where, this is where we sit. You see how where it's building, you see how it's literally exactly the same. 1970 or the 70s, particularly from 1974 to 1982, is happening approximately from, nine, from 2020 to 2022 and so forth, because we're still counting. We're still moving forward. And I, be, I blame both administrations. I never agreed with the fact that President uh, uh, Trump gave away the money that he did. Now, he, I, I believe he was forced into doing it. I, I, again, it was a great help for people because people were trapped and stuck at home. And uh, don't get me wrong, I took full advantage of the stimulate, stimulus money that came in and we paid some bills. So, you know, it, 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 I didn't agree with it, but when it came, I took it and I used it. Okay. But I didn't agree with it because, again, we were printing money and we put ourselves in this position. We put ourselves back in 1970. But the difference is the dollar was more worth much more in 1970 than it is worth today in 2022. Because of the product or the, you know, yeah, the, let's just call it the product or, or the, you know, what ended up happening because of stagflation. See, because you have stuff like that. It's, you know, there's a cause and effect, right? I was telling somebody I love physics, right? There's a cause and effect. The cause is this stagflation. The effect is that the dollar is now less than it was. You have less buying power with the dollar now than you did in 1970. And you, you, you've heard it. You've, ha you've had conversations with old timers. They'll, they'll tell you that they, they used to be able to go to the grocery store with a dollar and buy themselves a sandwich or something like that. And I know I'm exaggerating, but that they, they were able to buy so much more with a dollar than you could buy with a dollar today. I mean, you go to the, gro you go to the grocery store today with a dollar. You, you can't even buy a 20-ounce bottle of Pepsi or Coke. I think it's like $1.25, $1.50. I don't know. I don't drink soda. But you, 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 a dollar used to be able to buy you at least a can of soda and maybe a bag of chips or, 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 or some kind of, uh, of sweet treat or something. Now, uh, 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 you know, a can of soda and a sweet treat or something like that probably costs you a buck fifty. That's the difference. And that's what 
what we're facing today. The similarities are eerie. The similarities are eerie. The article says, continues, in the 1970s, this recipe produced a toxic cocktail of lower living standards and declining confidence and economic policy unlikely to evoke nostalgia. Faced with external economic shocks, policymakers allowed inflation expectations to become entrenched, discouraging investment. God, history repeats itself. And, 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 and the rhyme in this, I, I, I just, I, I want to take it, I want to take the article, right? And I want to put it in today's words. In the 2000s, or, or let's just put it in the, in the 2000, in 2022, let's just put it to today. In 2022, the recipe that we spoke about, right? The war on COVID, the pony that we printed, the war in, in, in Russia and Ukraine, the fact that we stopped producing our own energy, the high price of energy, the fact that unemployment is high, the fact that we were printing money for people to, to, to stay at home, right? This recipe, right? This recipe. And again, and I forgot, oh, the, the, the Federal Reserve Right, seemingly powerless to tame soaring prices. So why is that there? Because they, they, it, the, the Federal Reserve just continues to inch up what's it called interest rates to try to stave off inflation, but they're not doing enough. They, they, they oh, oh, 1% or, or 0.75%, which is not enough with this 8.6% inflation that we're dealing with. So this cocktail or this recipe here, all these ingredients in 2022 are a recipe that are producing a toxic cocktail of lower living standards and declining confidence and economic policy unlike any other time. Or if you want to go back and say evoke nostalgia, because I don't think people want to remember the 70s. They don't. Because of this time frame. I mean, not because of anything else that, that took place. I mean, I know a lot of people that love the 70s and the early 80s. They, 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 they love that era, that era. But not this part of that era. Faced with economic shocks, our policymakers allowed inflation to become entrenched. They are allowing this. They are not only allowing it, but they're writing legislation to make it worse. They're writing legislation that is crippling the American people, that is crippling this country. Okay? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to pay for no foo-foo degree on what's it called? Uh, Western civilizations. Because you decided to go to college, you decided to go to a liberal arts school and study Western civilizations that really doesn't do anything. It won't translate to a real job so that you can pay your student loans off like any other normal person that goes to school and decides to pay off their student loans. 
No, no, no. I have to pay for it now. This is the legislation that they're writing. All these different legislations that they're writing. The Inflation Reduction Act. Which hasn't reduced a damn thing. And I'm sorry to say it that way. And I'm sorry to put it that way. But it's the harsh truth. It, does, it has not done one thing of, not, not one bit of reducing it has it done. And if you ask the press secretary, she'll tell you, oh, no, it's going to take a year. It's going to take a year and a half. And, and, but yet we're continuously spending and spending and spending. And we're sending money to Ukraine and more money to Ukraine, more money to Ukraine that we don't have. And Ukraine's not going to pay you back, obviously. And we're sending, continue to send money and more money. And we're spending on, 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 on clean air. And we're spending on more of this and, and, and all this and more of that. And people are they, they don't trust their legislative body they don't trust the members of the government they, they don't they, they don't and this is why right now like I said to you even in my TikTok if you if you go and you check that little pit, that little piece out it's a, it's a small little I think it's like a, a, a 60 second video I talk about the fact that Twitter is is now just continue to promote you know policymakers that have done or 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 uh, continue to to tell you that what they're doing now is just that the fact that they're crippling this country is good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're not offering a solution to inflation. They're not helping the person that has to make a choice between putting gas in the tank or feeding their family because that's another cause of inflation. We're going to get into that a little bit. We're going to get back into the time machine. We're going to get back into the DeLorean and we're going to look at the, the, the effect of food prices. We're going to look at the effect of crime. So we'll get back into DeLorean. But you see, and, 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 and I just, it, it, it really bothered me because you, you know what? Admit that your, your, your policies are wrong, but you're not going to do that. Admit the fact that you're, you're, you're not doing good for the country. Many people right now, if polled, are saying that the country is heading in the wrong direction. But these politicians or these legislators are telling you otherwise. They're telling you that we're headed in the right direction. But yet, when you go to the grocery store and you need to get yourself, I don't know, the meal for the day, you go and you get yourself some chicken, some rice, some beans, something to drink, a condiment maybe, maybe some salt, maybe some pepper, who knows? And you walk to the register and you pay for those items. Mind you, we mentioned, let's just say five items. And you're paying upwards of 30 to $40 for these items, for five items. And you have these legislators and you have these politicians that are telling you, oh, but I go to the grocery store too. And I feel the effects. Really? Last I checked, these, these legislators you know, 
senators and governors and not governors, senators and, 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 um, and, and what's it called? Oh my God. Congressmen and women make upwards of a hundred thousand a year. So they know what it feels like for you. That makes maybe 30, 45. What's the, what's the average uh, salary in the United States? About $45,000. So for you that are, you know, you're making about $45,000 for the year. They know they, they feel your pain when they make a hundred and plus or more. And who knows what else they're making on the back end with all the little deals that they're cutting with, 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 with what's it called with, with lobbyists and all of that. So who knows how much money, I mean, you know, I'm not even going to go into it because I, I it's like, you know, the more I talk about her, the more people think that I'm attacking her. Uh, she's got her own constituents that are beginning to attack her and get at her. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about AOC. And if you haven't seen it, go check out Twitter. If they, if they haven't taken it down by now. But people have lost trust in the legislators because they, they, uh, we understand this is we we know what the kitchen table uh, uh, problems are according to Nancy Pelosi. But when asked about inflation, she said, "No, no, I don't. I changed the subject. It's not about inflation. It's about cost of living. Isn't cost of living and inflation what's it called directly correlated, Miss Pelosi? I'm I'm just curious. Aren't they correlated?" Because according to her in an interview that she had on MSNBC, she said that, that it's not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. Okay. Right. But again, I mean, what, what do I know? What do I know? I'm just a guy, what's it called, in front of a microphone uh, talking to a group of people and hopefully educating people on, on what's going on. Because I think this is important to know. I think this is very important to know the 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 fact that we are headed in the same direction that we were back in the 70s. I want to read this and then I, I want to take a quick break. Each year, and this is from the Associated Press, an article titled Worry About Stagflation, a flashback to the 70s begins to grow. This is an article written by Paul Weissman. And in the article, he goes, each year from 1974 through 1982, inflation and an unemployment in the United States, excuse me, in the United States, both topped 5%. The combination of the two figures, which came to be called the misery index, peaked at a most miserable 20 Point six percent in 1980. Stagflation and especially chronically high inflation became a defining features, excuse me, feature of the 1970s. Political figures struggled in vain to attack the problem. President Richard Nixon restored futility to wages and price controls. The Ford administration issued whip inflation now buttons. The reaction was mainly scorn. And then he goes on to say, has stagflation arrived? 
Now he's going to tell you otherwise in the in, in the article that he's going to tell you that it's not that it that that it, that that stagflation hasn't come back and so on and so forth. But those few words there are powerful because it topped off at five percent, but in the nineteen eighties, or it, it was at five percent and it topped off at twenty point six percent in the nineteen eighties. Think think about that. As as we refuel the DeLorean, right? Let's thank our friends over at Belkin.com. Ladies and gentlemen, run over to Belkin.com. As I mentioned to you before, it is never too early to start your Christmas lists, your holiday lists, whatever it is. Go over to Belkin.com. They have awesome deals right now. Uh, and again, you know, you can get anything from wireless, car charger, uh, screen protectors, car vent mount, smart home, USB-C cable, wireless charging pads, headphones, smart doorbells, AirPlay 2, wireless charging stand, AirPod chargers, light switch, air tag. I mean, uh, so many different accessories. Go over to Belkin.com. Right now, if you buy anything over $80, you can get $15 off of your purchase. The deal starts, or the offer starts November 1st. So I would run over as quickly as possible to get this awesome deal. We're going to share it on our website. Uh, you know, that that awesome coupon there, uh, any $80 or more and gives you a $15 off, uh, you know, anything at Belkin. They also have uh, free two-day shipping uh, orders over $150, free ground shipping on orders over $30. Uh, we're going to share all of this with you. But ladies and gentlemen, run over to Belkin.com. Click on the link in the show notes or go to our website. And on our website, you will see these coupons. So go to our website and check them out and take advantage. Once you click on these coupons and you click on the link in our website, you'll let Belkin know that the project sent you. Thank you once again, Belkin. So we're in our DeLorean now, right? We're ready to go. And now, like I mentioned before, we were talking about the price of food and you know, that's a major, major issue because it was a major issue then and it's a major, major issue now. You know, I, 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 I just, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like people don't, are, are you not seeing it? Am I the only one that you go to the grocery store? You know, I went to Costco. And I remember about a year ago, $500 worth of stuff would be like, yo, it would fill the house. Like we had enough of food, like, you know, and it was good. $500 today doesn't do the same. In order to do what we used to do with $500 worth of Costco, food at Costco, now we have to spend upwards of $800. And that's a lot of money. And don't get me wrong, it's necessary. We have two boys up in here. And that six-year-old, man, he could eat. But I'm telling you, it's, it's not the same. The, I mean, it's not the same. 
Now, I, again, if you go back to the 1970s, the, the dollar was worth a lot more, so you could purchase a lot more. Two years ago, the dollar was worth so much more than it is today. You can buy so much less with the dollar than you used to be able to two years ago. But they're going to tell you otherwise. They're going to tell you that it's, you know, it's the cost of living. It's not inflation, blah, blah, blah. Stagflation has returned and food prices prove it. This is an article by uh, Seeking Alpha. Um, I don't, it doesn't have a author, but food inflation in the United States has averaged 4% since April. Now, this was written back in 2020, so these numbers are skewed. Similar to the beginning of stagflation in the 1970s, agriculture prices bottomed out as food inflation peaked in June. Now, wheat, soybeans, and corn prices are on the rise, which means food inflation is about to worsen. This is not due to supply shortages as producers are short on record number of corn and soybean contracts. Plus, in gold terms, these commodities are at record lows. What is happening is that the dollar positions are being exited internationally and countries are hoarding food commodities instead. Soybeans are locked in backward, backwardation despite the harvest already being completed. This could worsen considerably once the next bailout bill passes. Again, this is written in 2020. And we know that this has taken place. There has been another bailout and probably another bailout after, which has caused these prices to soar. So again, as I said, these numbers are skewed. Continues to say as dollar positions get liquidated around the world. Okay. For the first time since 1970, excuse me, since the 1970s, food prices are on the rise in the middle of a deep recession. There's no sugarcoating it. We are in a recession. I don't care what uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre, I believe that's her name, says. I don't care what the Biden administration says. I don't care what any of them say. We are in a depression. Okay, we are in a deep recession. Back then it was called stagflation, stagflation. The, the major difference between then and now is that much of the goods and services tabulated in the consumer price index, like leisure and transportation, are impossible to actually purchase because of lockdowns and social distancing restrictions. And so the broader inflation statistics are muted, except for food, of course, the demand for which cannot fall as long as the population stays constant or growing. So he's basically saying that the numbers are skewed between 1970 and today, or when he wrote the article in the 20s, I mean in, 19, in 2020, because we weren't traveling. We were locked down. We weren't going anywhere. So the price index or the, the uh, what's it called? Consumer price index 
those numbers are skewed just because you couldn't add, you know, the fact that you went on vacation or you couldn't add the fact that, you know, you, you drove to your grandmother's house in, uh, you know, in, in, in Southern Jersey or in, in, in you know, in another state or, or, uh, you know, across town maybe, or whatever the case may be, because, you know, you weren't traveling. You, you weren't putting gas in your car. You weren't, you know, you, you, you were stuck at home due to the lockdowns and the uh, social distancing restrictions, right? It, this is, this was written in 2020. Two years later, it's gotten a lot worse. I, I gave you my personal example. I, I you know, and, and I, you know, I, I, I have had conversations with my wife or my, my wife has had conversations with me and, and, and she's told me like, you know, thank God that we have careers that we could, that we could go and spend $500 at Costco. But what happens to those people that don't have that? You know, we were having a conversation with our six-year-old who is spoiled in the fact that he gets to take two snacks to school in his lunch bag. There are kids that don't have one snack. And we have to remind him of that. And we have to help the teacher in order so those kids don't feel some type of way. So we donated a big package of animal crackers to the class. Thank God we had the ability to do that because no kid should go hungry. I remember when that was a thing back in the day, right? No kid should go hungry. Is that still a thing? Or are, are, we, are, are we still allowing that? Or, 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 or is that a thing now, again? Because the price of food has skyrocketed. It is ridiculous. I said it before. A family has to decide whether to put gas in the car or buy groceries. And then you're probably going to get somebody to tell you, well, use mass transit. Okay, so what? Okay, so even if they use mass transit, they still have to pay bills. So maybe it's buy food or pay the gas bill or the electric bill or the rent. You know, it, it, it's, it, it's sad because I've had conversations with my wife where she tells me about the fact that you, you have families that are tr struggling so bad. And the work that she does, she sees it firsthand. She sees it firsthand, the poverty. And how the poverty is getting worse. And how people depend on where she works in order to be able to eat something. And by then, I mean... I'm. I don't want to divulge too much. Let's just say people depend on where she works in order to get at least two square meals. At least two. Breakfast and lunch. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, you have our politicians, like I said previously, or I said before, that continue to say that everything's all right. And then they wonder why the public 
doesn't believe them anymore. But yet they go and they stand on their on their soapbox and they cry, abortion, abortion, abortion. Listen, I don't care about that. I really don't. The people of this country don't care about that. They care about being able to put food on the table for their kids. They can worry about being able to pay their bills. That's what they're worried about. They don't care about whether you were going to want to put abortion and how and how long and all that. Yeah, there are people on both sides of the aisle. There are people that have the same or, or, or have their opinion about that. But that's not a major issue in this country. It's not. Stop pretending like it is because it isn't. It's the fact that people are going hungry in this country. That's the problem. That's where we are. And this is not a big, a major, this should be the major talking point right now. Not abortion. It really shouldn't. But you have politicians that stand up and all they do is talk about abortion. Meanwhile, a child is going hungry right now. Oh, but what are you doing about it? I, I do what I can. My, my, my church has planned a major, major event for the community that we serve where we're going to be handing out a truckload. And by a truckload, I'm not talking about a box, well, a box truck. We're talking about a semi. We're talking about a tractor trailer full of food to the community. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're going to do. If you're going to ask me what I'm doing about it. Unbelievable, man. They sing abortion, abortion, like that's a major issue while people are going hungry in this country. And we continue to send money to, to Ukraine. We continue to do and, and create it and, and, and make the inflation worse and worse and worse and worse. And then they get on Twitter and they tell you that they're doing a great job. <laughs> and the American people are, 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 are suffering the great job that they're doing. And they boast about it and they tell you that they, they what's it called, they, that, that, that they're doing an awesome job. It's, it's sad, man. It really is. It truly is sad. This is where we are. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Countries are going to hoard food like, like this guy said. People are going to hoard food. The prices are going to continue to skyrocket. I was joking around with uh, some of my coworkers the other day. And if you live in New York, you go to the pharmacy, Walgreens, Wayne Reed, CVS, whatever. And if you want to stick a deodorant, you got to call the manager over and the manager has to get a key to be able to unlock the, the, the plexiglass case that the deodorant is in uh, because they steal it. So you have to call the manager over so that he can unlock it so that you can go and get yourself your degree or your whatever it is that you put under your underarms to we hope that you put on deodorant, please. Because, my goodness, I'm not going to even talk about where I work and some of the... Well, anyways, this is a story for another day. <laughs> we were joking about the fact that you go to the grocery store right now and you have to call the manager over to unlock the refrigerator so you can get a gallon of milk. And I know it's, it's sad to say it's not a laughing matter, but this is where we are because again the 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 other part of what is going on today is that the rise in crime now and, and i i want to jump into the delorean once again and talk about crime in the 70s and how it mirrors today 
But before we do that, I just want to thank our friends over at Vitable.com. Ladies and gentlemen, run over to Vitable.com. They have, they, they take the guesswork out of going to the grocery store and having to get yourself your vitamins. I mean, and I said grocery store because I was talking grocery store, but the pharmacy. And they take the, the guesswork out of the pharmacy. You can get the, the, the vitamins and minerals you need based on your diet and your lifestyle. Go to Vitable.com. Take uh, uh, their quick online quiz and it'll tailor your the, the, the vitamins and minerals that you need, not the stuff you don't, based on your lifestyle and your diet. Run over to Vitable.com today and take advantage of their Halloween special. Get 40% off with code Halloween40. That's 40% off with promo code Halloween40 site-wide, okay? Offer expires uh, October 31st, so run over to Vitable today and take advantage of that 40% off with promo code Halloween 40%. Click on the link in our show notes or go to our website, The Miranda Project, uh, click on Vitable and let Vitable know that the project sent you. Thank you once again, Vitable. So, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm going to apologize. This episode is going to go a little bit longer. But we're in the DeLorean and we're going to talk about the fact that crime in the 70s was insane. I mean, ridiculous. And we're headed right back to that. Now, this episode, I talk about movie references. We're talking about Back to the Future. But I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Warriors. If you haven't, that's a cult classic. It's a great movie. But it's loosely, loosely uh, takes place in New York City circa 1979. You can see the gang violence. You can see what New York looked like. You can see what riding the subway looked like and felt like in 1979, New York City. If you haven't seen it, take a look. Because New York City, you're headed right back in the same direction. And it's not only New York City. Obviously, Warriors takes place in New York City. Okay? But it's not only New York City. This is happening countrywide. The violence has just jumped leaps and bounds. Now, I was looking for articles in regards to that, and there are many articles that say that recession and, 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 and violence are not really correlated. And again, you know, you got to take what the Internet tells you, especially Google. You got to take it with a grain of salt and you got to really dig down and find real good information, real trustworthy information, because, you know, you, you know, the, you know, big tech will also sell you a, a, a hill of beans. But you can see it, 1979, New York, what was in that movie, again, is, you know, just... I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard the term life imitating art. No, in this case, this was art imitating life. This is what New York looked like in the 70s. The gang violence was beyond control. That was New York. And New York is slipping right back into that. It's going right back. We're going backwards. 
We're not jumping into any, any DeLorean here. We're not going back to the future. We're just going right back to what it was in the 70s before Giuliani came in, before it was called Brooklyn Glass Policing, before you had vigilantes out there, i.e. the golden, the, the, what's it called? Oh my God, what's their name? The, um, oh my God. Um, Guardian Angels that used to roam up and down the, the, the subway system helping, protecting people because the gang violence was ridiculous in the late 70s, early 1980s. I mean, Curtis Wilwell, the, what's it called, ran for mayor of New York City and he was the creator of the Guardian Angels. So, we, you know, he knows about that. We, we, we meant, made reference about that when we compared those two um, before their, um, what's it called? before they went up, before election day in New York City. I'm like, but crime has risen. Gang violence has risen. You see gunfire on broad daylight. You see police officers get completely and utterly disrespected on the street. Hit, punched. And if they retaliate, they're the bad guy. They're racist. They're this, they're that. Now, I don't agree with all police officers. I, you know, what ended up happening in that parking lot on the McDonald's, um, I believe it was California. It's totally wrong. Uh, you know, some people, you know, should not be police officers. I, I don't know why he decided to take out his gun. I believe it was because the car matched another car that had ran away from him the previous night. But still. To draw your weapon and to shoot at the, that kid, thank God he survived. But again, you, you, you have to take into consideration, not that it's an excuse, please understand, that crime is at an all-time high. And if you're a police officer, you are also very, very, very guarded. I am not a police officer, but I was assaulted recently at, at, at my job by someone. Okay, so you have to be very, very careful. I mean, the, 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 the crime rate in New York and in so many other urban cities is jumping leaps and bounds. And to add insult to injury, circa, like I like to say the same circa, Late 70s to early 80s, the drug of choice was crack cocaine. Crack cocaine was flooding the minority and poor neighborhoods in this country. Flooding. I mean, it was like it was being sent there directly. Crack cocaine is directly responsible for the destruction of minority communities in this country. And being from New York, I can attest that it did a number on New York. That's, that, that's us in our DeLorean. Looking back at 1974, through 1982, introduction of crack cocaine into minority communities, black, Hispanic, and white, poor white neighborhoods as well. 
please don't get it twisted because that that also happened. Now, as we look at 2022, the drug of choice is fentanyl. Crack cocaine has taken a back seat to fentanyl. And now, as we rhyme or look back and see how history has repeated itself, we see that fentanyl has made its way to black and Latino communities and to poor neighborhoods and to minority communities as if it's done purposely. It walks in through the border and nobody says anything. There's no stop to it. And it's going straight into black and Latino communities, into poor communities in this country. Fentanyl is killing people exactly the way that crack cocaine was killing people in the 70s and 80s. And they are turning a blind eye to it, just as we mentioned in our previous episode about human trafficking or our previous episodes about human trafficking. History repeats itself. We've taken a trip on our DeLorean. We're back in 2022 and everything looks exactly the same. We are headed for a train wreck. Half, not, I can't say half, but a lot of people are addicted to fentanyl. This is the drug of choice now. A lot of people are struggling to make ends meet, to pay their bills, to be able to put gas in the car, to be able to put on food on the table. And inflation is at 8.6%. Now, the government is not going to tell you that we're at stagflation. They're going to tell you something else. They're going to change the definition of things. Again, we're not in a recession. But ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get worse. And we have to be prepared. I hope this was informative to you. I hope it causes you to do a little bit more research about what took place in the 70s. And ask, ask an old head. Ask somebody that was there. I, I remember doing research on our previous episode titled, Have We Learned Nothing Yet? And in that, in that episode, they were talking about the fact that they used to push the car down the hill or turn the car off while they were in a hill to save money or save gas because there was no gas. Yeah. Ask an old head. Ask someone that survived that, that what's it called, stagflation. So, so they can tell you what they did, how bad it was, and how we're headed right back to that. Thank you once again for joining us on the project. Check us out on our Facebook page, our Instagram, our Twitter page. Um, as always, you know, we, we love and we appreciate all of you. If you like the content that we're providing, please follow us wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. It's free to you. And we thank you. We love our fans, our followers, and, and, and we appreciate comments and, 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 and criticism. You go to our website all the way at the bottom and you can leave comments and criticism or on our Facebook page as well. If there's a full of expletives, I'm sorry, but we will block you. Thank you once again. As always, God bless you all.